Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Jesse again at Paroled from Hell. Uh, I just kind of wanted to jump on here and do a quick little mini-sode, if you want to put it. Because um, there's some stuff that I kind of just want to talk about. I uh, have some kind of big stuff planned for this podcast, so I'm working on that. This is why we haven't been doing uh, the regular stuff. So uh, keep, in, keep tuned. Um, so it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, but... Uh, I just kind of wanted to get into uh, the issue of support, uh, emotional, physical, anything that we need as basic human beings, you know? Uh, You know, we all know and have all heard about this uh, Demi Lovato uh, relapse and all the crazy stuff that's going on on her side. And, uh, you know, I... <clears throat> had been shown her song Sober uh, a couple weeks ago, and I just didn't have time to listen to it. Well, when I found out everything that happened the other day, I went ahead and just took the time to listen to it. And I got to tell you that it's... If you've been through the things that we've been through, then you can f- fucking feel the pain, and the you can see all the warning signs. Um when we get into those relapse modes and when we get into the, the craziness that is our own personal demons that we fight our addiction, we, you lose touch. You start to get into this chaos whirlwind of emotions and feelings. And especially if you've experienced sobriety, that's, it's harder to deal with because you are going back to something that you used to use to numb the feelings and the pains and run away from all that stuff. And when you start doing that and you know that that's not what you need to do and you know that there's another way out, it makes everything so much worse. You know, you start using more, you start defying more of your own self, you know, and when you let yourself and you let your brain take control and you really just let it go, it gets scary. You know, I uh, had my own experience with that with my last relapse. I went back out and I knew what I was doing, but I also knew how wrong it was. You know, it it is, it's not a game. Like, the game doesn't change. None of that stuff out there doesn't change. The shit is worse. And at first it's fun and then you get into that momentum of chaos. Chaos is is the best description of it. That horrific feeling you get every time that you either ingest that drug or drink and and then the second you start to realize that you are coming down and it's just it's a scary scary feeling and you know some of the some of the stuff that you know in that song like you can hear you can hear the warning signs you can hear and you can feel the pain i know i did the first time i heard it like i was listening to it because i am one of those people that when i find a song i like i will listen to it on repeat and repeat and i was just i was listening to it and i could just i couldn't get past that pain that she was feeling because you 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 know you can you can feel it and uh 
you know, and she's talking about being lonely and, you know, she only does it when she's lonely and it makes you realize that even the people, even like those, the celebrities, the ones that are completely surrounded by people and, you know, like, we all have a basic human need and it doesn't matter what lifestyle you're from, what you're doing, how much money you have, what job you have or anything like that. They all have to be met. And if they're not met by genuine people, then I can only imagine how that would feel to have everything you've ever wanted and to be completely alone. You know, I uh, have always considered myself lucky when it came to my life and because I've never valued super luxurious things and, you know, never like needed anything like that and never have never had anything like that but and I've always been able to view what I had as enough uh the only thing that I viewed that wasn't enough was the drugs you know the drugs the alcohol the sex the men the friends the that whole world like the chaos of that world, I thrived off that chaos and it was never enough. And, you know, when she, when, when, when I talk about, uh, support, you know, they, they define emotional support. It's about helping to lift someone to a higher ground. So he or she can see their way through the difficult times. You know, I can't fight your battle for you, but I can stand right next to you. You know, there's there's another song by Blue October uh, that came out when the midst of my addiction, and I remember I couldn't listen to it because I would just cry every time I would listen to it. And it's like, I just want you to hold my head while I fight the battles inside my head. And, you know, like, because that, that's, how, that's how it truly is, because you're fighting yourself. Like, you could legitimately be looking in the mirror and be at war with yourself, and nobody would know it. And so that's why I constantly stress and preach, like, reach out. Ask for fucking help. Like, it's not a bad thing to ask for help. Like, it really isn't. You know, and that that's when it comes down to the the main concept of this program is to just surrender and accept the fact that we are who we are and we have to do the things that we do in order to survive. You know, I I held on to all the shame and the guilt and just the hatred that I had for myself for the longest time and I would justify that in using. I would justify the fact that I couldn't stand to look at myself in the mirror as a reason to use. And if I uh, used that as any reason, I was off to the races. It didn't matter what it was. Uh, it's just, it's, it's insane to have such an eye-opener like this and... And it, that, that's where that's where one of the parts of this program is if you look at it a certain way, it is a little fucked up because like we can we use somebody else's struggle as a reason to keep pushing forward in our own battle. 
you know, I uh, was listening to the song and I'm sitting at work, of course, and I'm sitting there and I just like start thinking and I just I like started like crying and just like I couldn't like it's one of those moments where you just like you just can't help yourself like it is and and I have no problem crying I cry all the time every chance I get <laughs> but I I was sitting there crying and a guy that I work with is actually a really good friend of mine came up and he was like whoa what's what's wrong with you and I was talking to him about it and I was like I couldn't and I don't want to ever have to say like like, Mama, I'm sorry I'm not sober anymore. Like, you know, because, like, I made a promise to stay on this journey to a woman who watched me fall. Like, she watched me suffer and she watched me do this. She couldn't do anything. Like, and she wanted she wanted to step in and she wanted to take everything away and you know, like every other, like every mom sh does, like they want to take that pain, they want to take that struggle, and they, they they would rather absorb it into themselves than to let their child go through that. And you know, I have made such progress in my life, and you know, the relationship that I have with my mother is fucking awesome, like. You know, she tells me things like, I'm just so glad that I don't have to worry about it anymore. You know, like when I first got sober, she was telling me one day how uh, another family member of ours was like saying how they're so proud of me, but they don't want to jinx it. And she said, oh, I understand because that's how I was in the beginning because I didn't want to, I didn't, you know, she was so scared that I was going to go right back to what I was doing. And if you've witnessed family go through that and and then been able to see the other side of it like when you get your shit together and you start doing the right thing and then your family starts noticing it and you see that love come back and the pain subside you know and I'm sure that it's probably still there in the back of their head like I almost guarantee it is it will always be there you know but uh that's why I strive to do what I do and that's why I push forward to do what I do and that's why I take such seriousness with my addiction and my recovery. Uh, and that's, that's, that's all I can do. You know, because this is something that I'll be battling for the rest of my life and with the things that I am doing and the tools that I have, like I'm ready for it. You know, like I have come to accept the fact that I will be dealing with this for the rest of my life because all it's, it's only one drink or drug away. That's all it is. It's just one, one, one use away and I'm off to the races. And, you know, I, I joke, you know, quite often about like, oh, if I smoke weed, I'll be shooting dope that night. But the seriousness of this whole thing is that that is the exact truth. That is exactly what will happen. There's no other way around it. I uh, don't know how to do anything in moderation. And, uh, and that shows even in my life I have today. Like, there are times that I'm so 
fucking busy that I don't have time to do anything like because I've got something planned and something going on at all at all times but that's how I have uh that's what I base my recovery on is staying busy is staying active and staying out of my head you know and you know I always talk about service work service work service work but like service work is what saves people's lives it saved my life you know, it was those people that came into rehab that brought the meetings in there. It was the first people I saw at my first meeting. It was my sponsor. It's, it's, you know, the people that lead meetings and the people that do the things they do. Like, that is what has saved my life. So why would I not, in turn, do that again for somebody else? And so, like, always, always, always if I could get you to do anything like really just push forward in this and help the next person, you know, because the insanity that is this disease is such a strong force. Like it really is because like none of us know why we do the things we do. And especially when you let that addiction take control again, like that insanity and that obsession will absolutely destroy you. Uh, I just to think about the things that I used to do is insane. You know, it's it's it's, it's it is insane. Like I would take a shot and I would immediately start thinking about the next one because that's just how quick my brain worked because I knew that here soon this, this is going to wear off, this is going to wear off, so I need to be prepared. And so in turn, I've turned that type of insanity into my recovery. Like like if I see things start to slip and I see me that old behavior start to pop back up, that's when I reach out, that's when I go to a meeting, that's when I do something to get myself back on track. You know, I, uh, I just can't, I can't emphasize enough that if you need help reach out ask for help and if somebody asks you for help it doesn't matter who they are you it is your duty to be there it's our duty as people that have gone through this to be there and my cat is driving me insane it is our duty to do this for each other that's what this program is it is a we program not an i program because our best thinking got us to where we were and I don't want to go back to where I was. So if you can be there for somebody, if you can do something for somebody within reason, uh, help them get through the battles that they're going through. You never know what somebody's going through. You see the Facebook memes all the time. Like you never know what somebody's battle is going on in their head right, right at that moment because you don't. But if somebody is willing to let you in to let you know what the hell is going on, then please do something. Um, and if you're that person that doesn't like to share what's going on with you, don't let that shit boil up. Because it will boil up and it will overflow and it will drown you. It's happened to me many, numerous times. Like, it will drown you. So please just... Be there for each other.
You know, it's... <clears throat> Except the fact that you need help. And it, the utmost important thing is to fucking forgive yourself for being who you are. I know that I'm just kind of rambling on right now, but, like, I came home straight from work, and I just threw everything together real quick, and I wanted to do this real quick and just throw it out there. But forgive yourself. Accept the fact that you are who you are. And spread the love that we are as humans deserve. You know? So, love spreads easier than hate. So just love accept help and reach out if you need the help but uh i'm gonna go ahead and jump off of here and uh i'm gonna go ahead and uh get some sleep because i've got a long day tomorrow uh, but again this is jesse brown from paroled from hell uh like me on facebook stitcher itunes spotify uh, please get out there and please Share this so we can get the message out there. And please, if you have anything that you want to say, any ideas you want to start throwing my way, if you want to get involved, like, let me know. Like, I'm a pretty nice guy. I promise you I am. Uh, but just shoot me a message on Facebook. I will respond. Uh, just help. Please help get this word out. Like, this is not for anything but to help the next person so if I said something tonight that struck a chord with you, let me know, share it, do whatever you need to do, or just retain it and pass it on. You know, because I don't do anything for without God. So this is uh, me stopping rambling now. Sorry, guys. I'm just going to get off here. Uh, have a great night and... Stay tuned for some pretty big, awesome stuff going to be going on. Okay? Bye, guys.